Gridiron Grinder, Hut Hut Hike. Okay, we're rolling. It is Wednesday night, but it is Gridiron Grinder time nonetheless. I am Ryan. With me as always is my buddy James. Just a couple dudes hanging out, talking about what's going on in the NFL each week. Tonight is episode 65. We're going to kick things off with Name That Stadium. Then we're going to hit the news from this past week. After that, we're going to provide our power rankings and game picks for week five. And lastly, we'll close things off with question of the week. Uh, so uh, with all that being said, how's it going tonight, James? It's going good. How's it going with you? It's going good, man. It's going good. You know, it's a uh, hump day, and uh, I appreciate you being flexible with me, getting this in a little bit early this week. Might make some of the picks a little interesting since we still have time to uh, see who's on an injury report or who clears an injury report and all that kind of fun stuff. But uh, nonetheless, it'll be good to good to get it done and stay on track with doing it every week. And uh, this is like in normal years, kind of like the quarter season mark. Uh, this year with the extra game, it's, you know, I guess it's close enough, like the quarter quarter season mark or however you want to say it, you know, because of the yeah, extra something game. like that. So. Yeah, I mean you're you're the math guy, so I'll let you you know figure that out. But um, uh, anyhow, uh, let's jump into name that stadium. And so for anybody who's watching, this is the part of the show where, as you can see, James is out there traveling the country uh, every week. He's got a different stadium in his background, and we're just asking if you think you know what stadium that is. Hit us up in the comments section. If you're the first person to get the right answer, we'll give you a shout out next week's show. And so, uh, you know, James, where were we at last week, man? Last week I was in New England. I mean, it was the most anticipated game I can recall of in, in the NFL. I mean, we've been this game's been talked about since like when the schedule came out in March. Everyone's talking about Week Four. Pay, pay, uh, Brady returns to to Boston to take on the Patriots and, and that. And I also thought it was going to be the best game of the week, which it turned out pretty damn good. I mean, shit, I, I text you. I, I was, I was tempted to switch my pick to the, to the Patriots, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't going to, and it was pretty much right on. And I mean, hit the upright, just, you know, like four inches to the left, five inches to the left, whatever it is that, I mean, that field goal goes in and fucking, New England knocks off the box, so. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, and I was telling you, too, that I felt like uh, if anybody could figure out how to stop Brady, you'd think it'd be Belichick with all the years having worked together and uh, coached him. But it's tough, you know, because I think that in general, uh, people do look at the Bucks are clearly in that top tier and the Patriots uh, are somewhere in a middle tier kind of range this year. Uh, with a rookie quarterback. And so uh, I didn't get like too crazy about that game. I'm glad it was a really good game and a really close game. Uh, but I was I was more looking forward to uh, the Arizona-Los Angeles Rams game, which that also turned out to be a pretty sweet game too. So, um, but, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk more about that as we go. And uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm glad nonetheless that there was some good football and uh, and I like that you had, you know, the right kind of motivation picking that game out for the week, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. So moving it over, 
let's do our uh, little recap of the past week. And so with it being Wednesday, uh, not a whole ton of news, but there is some fairly substantial news for this week. Uh, and this is in no particular order. I didn't like prioritize this list or anything, but I'll start with linebacker Jalen Smith. Uh, he was released by the Dallas Cowboys, which, um, you know, I think a lot of people were expecting he would either be a trade candidate or a release candidate uh, ever since they drafted Micah Parsons and um, just sort of the way the depth chart came together. He was very clearly expendable. And so uh, they ended up cutting bait. And it looks like the Packers are signing him, going to bring him in. Uh, I think it's a good move for the Packers because he's definitely had potential over his career. And I know that some of his play dropped off, which is why he started falling down the depth chart. Uh, but he's still young, and I still think the hope is there for him uh, to be a contributor on a team. And that'd be, uh, you know, a good ad for the Packers. So. Yeah, didn't the Packers, like one of the Smith brothers or something, get injured and is out for a few weeks? That's correct. Yeah. And so, so maybe, I mean, it makes, yeah. it's it's a fit to, for them. That's what they need. And like for not cha- changing to the one of the next topics, I, I mean, that was what I was hearing about Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. Was, he was he, uh, conventional wisdom. Oh, he just, just let yourself get cut and go sign with the Packers. And then some i don't understand the fucking waiver rules in the nfl but the release wouldn't have been finalized till 4 p.m and after it was announced by belichick and gilmore that you know they were mutually agreed to part ways blah 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 oh all of a sudden carolina trades for trades for him which which shit, any team in the nfl so says wait i could have traded a six-round pick for stefan gilmore what the yeah. fuck yeah, that was that was a freaking steal of a trade that Carolina snuck in on. And, um, you know, Carolina's defense, minus this past week against Dallas, which is tough because, I mean, Dallas, you know, they could arguably have one of the best offenses in the league. And so, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, you know, it's it's a different kind of animal. But up until that game, Carolina's defense was playing really, really good football this year. And I, I expect that'll continue. Uh, and especially now they're bringing in Stefan Gilmore. There's a lot to like about Carolina, man. Yeah. And, and Sam Darnold, I, I told you when they, when they traded for Sam Darnold, don't write him off. He's, yeah. he's, he's got something. He's going to figure it out down there. And he said, looks at least, I mean, quarter of the way into the season, it looks like he's figured something out. Yeah, no, I, I will say this. Um, you know, and we we talked about we, we've done a lot of Adam Gase bashing on the show, and rightfully so. You know, we saw what happened with Tannehill. Now we're seeing it happen with Darnold. And, um, you know, I didn't you know, here's the thing. When he was in New York, I didn't see the potential there. I really thought it was a lost cause. Uh, but with Carolina, it's like watching a completely different player, uh, the way he makes these. Uh, you know, like he'll run the ball out of nowhere and just the way that he'll try to keep the play alive until he finds somebody open. I mean, I'm seeing like a whole different kind of guy back there. And I think it was like, you know, a dream scenario for him to end up with Matt rule because, 
uh, they're definitely getting good production out of him. And I mean, it's just, you just see it. The effort is there. Like he's fucking trying his ass off to be good and it's working out so far. So I, you know, Hey, all the shit I talked about him in the past, that's in the past, man. I'm happy to see what he's doing now. Yeah. And it's, I mean, what does that say about Adam Gase with, I mean, this is the second quarterback he had that he's supposedly this quarterback whisperer, quarterback guru, and two quarterbacks left him and got better. Yeah. It's really bad form on his part to have that happen. And yeah, I mean, (laughs) you know, the thing is like when he was in Miami with Tannehill, uh, you know, I kind of kept telling people, hey, you know, for a converted wide receiver, Tannehill really, I mean, he was throwing like 4,000 yards a year, man. And so it was like, yeah, he wasn't polished by any means, but you could see that the potential was there. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, as soon as he breaks away from Gase, it's like he's at a whole new level. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's very obviously happened with Darnold here. And you know, Darnold, I think, uh, younger in his career than when all that happened with Tannehill. But, you know, it doesn't matter, man. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, Gase, I don't know, just just not meant to be. Just not what everybody thought of him. So, you know, that's yeah, what it is. It's what happens when you get, like, a phenomenal quarterback and it's like, oh, he knows what he's doing. No. Yeah. Yeah, is that what it was? He was behind Peyton or whatever in Denver? Yeah, he, yeah. yeah he coached Peyton or something like that. Yeah. I, I I want to say it was Peyton, but I can look it up real quick. But So he had a phenomenal quarterback and was able to win with that quarterback. And then, oh, you must know what you're doing. Yeah, springboard it. And, you know, looking back, it's almost like uh, maybe he was just riding the Peyton Manning coattails. So, yeah. Yeah, so he he yeah he was in in Denver. Yeah, had to be with Peyton, and then he got launched. Uh, but hey, you know, I don't even know what he's up to now. But um, you know, it is what it is. I don't like talking shit about. I, I don't know. I, we talk a lot of shit about people, and I don't always like it. But it's uh, uh, you know, hey, sometimes these things are aggravating. You got to call them out. So, uh, but let's stick with some quarterback news. And um, I saw today that the bears have officially named Justin Fields is their starter going forward. Um, you know, I have some mixed thoughts on it and I believe that he's their long-term answer and that they should do this. I just also believe that they mishandled it by not having the conviction behind him before. And, You know, he went and played at home against the Lions, who have, you know, really, in my opinion, without a doubt, the worst secondary in the league. And and that's that's okay. I mean, you know, we talk about the Lions a lot. They're in like a full blown rebuild. We're not expecting anything out of that team this year. But Justin Fields got to feast on that in his start in Andy Dalton's, you know, absence. And, you know, of course, he looked good. I, I wouldn't say he looked great. But he looked pretty good, and you know now that is basically that was his stepping stone to being named as the starter, and it just kind of confuses me because if that's the team that needs to win right now, I'm still not totally sold that he should be the guy over Andy Dalton. Uh, if they're looking purely for the future, then yes, get him in there now, get him the reps. It just seems like if that's the case the Nagy and company 
got to be out. I just I can't believe that they have any more time to have another not win a playoff game kind of season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know completely what you're saying. And you say he looked good. I thought he looked he looked average at best. Um, yeah, I, was, yeah, I didn't want to play it up too much, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, he looked he looked average at best. I mean, I mean, even though he was playing the Lions, yeah, he had terrible coverage, but he missed throws, and he was missing throws, and he was making the wrong decision at times, from what what I saw and what I what I've heard. And I don't think he's he's ready. Yeah, and. I think it's a mistake to get behind him right now with the as as the starting quarterback. But then again, also once you start him, you can't really go back. Mm-hmm. You can't go backwards. Once he came in, it had to be it has to be his team. But I thought he looked average at best. Uh, yeah, adjust, it, adjusting for the competition. Yeah, and you know, and I think going into that game, they set the tone that Dalton was still the starter when he was healthy. And then for them to shift course, it just to me was, I don't know, maybe a little bit premature. But, you know, there's always more going on behind the scenes than we know about. And so, um, you know, hey, we'll see how it goes. You know, I just uh, it's like either either be convicted and be behind him or make him ride the pine for a while. You know, don't. Oh, shit. We had an injury. We're just going to fucking scramble and put them in now. I, I, I mean, you, you could do that. But when your job is on the line, that seat is freaking blazing hot. You better be fucking careful with what you do, you know. And and I think that the Bears defense has really been playing solid this year. And if they can get something out of their quarterback, you know, they could they could make, you know, some kind of a, a run to sneak in the playoffs, I think. Um but, you know, with Fields and the way he looked, I just I don't see it happening. And and maybe he'll like progressively get better every week. You know, I, I'm sure that that's what they're hoping for. I just um, I'm not totally behind it is, I guess, what I'm getting at. Oh, no, I totally get it. I think it's interesting, though, that there's a radio host who used to cover the Chicago Bears for years and happens to be a Bears fan. But. She was um, filling in for on one of the stations I listened to coming into the coming into the season, and she's like, you know, week four against the Lions is when this when Chicago becomes Justin Fields' team. It's going to be Andy Dalton yeah. till then, and okay. it was like it was like pretty much right on. So I mean, she and since she covered the Bears, she knows Nagy and she knows his knows his thinking a little bit. So it, I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. It might have been the plan all along to have him become the starter after the Lions game. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Could be. Um, all right. So the last thing I had was the, uh, the urban Meyer stuff. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, a little bit about this because I've not, I've, I've really not dug into it too much. All I'm hearing <sighs> is that the dude, uh, was in the news because he was spotted at a strip club or something, getting a lap dance and like people are freaking pissed. Uh, he made some comment. I don't know if it was today or yesterday or whatever that he's not thinking about resigning. And you know, in, in I'll I'll let you talk because by your expression, I think you'd know more about it. But before you do, all I'm gonna say is this: I get it that the dude is supposed to be a role model. He's a head coach in the National Football League. Uh, but if that's all it is, is a lap dance, 
I mean, it just seems like this thing is like freaking being way blown out of proportion because there are guys doing way worse shit than that in the NFL. And a lot of that stuff never even makes the freaking headlines, man. So I don't know, you know, tell me what you're hearing with this stuff. Okay. So Urban Meyer, he, after the Jags played at Cincinnati, he stayed behind and instead of flying back with the team, he stayed, stayed and went to Columbus to a bar he owns. Okay. And I forget the name of the bar and he was sitting on a stool and this girl was grinding up against her, against him, some college girl. Okay. And there's, I'm not sure if it's confirmed video or not confirmed video of his hand kind of cupping her ass and kind of going in between her legs. Okay. All and right. stuff so, like that. Yeah, way more inappropriate than what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it's like, it's like, and well, first of all, if you have to ask permission, he got special permission to stay behind. Dude, fly back with the fucking team. Why aren't you watching film? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that, head coach, it's yeah. your, job, your job in season. Watch film, game plan for the next game. Yeah, you have 10 days, but still, like, fly back with the team. You want to go to, you want to go to the, your, your bar? Fucking fly up on your off day. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it's like the Romo uh, going to freaking, you know, Cabo thing or whatever years ago when yeah. they, the Cowboys made the playoffs. It's like, don't you think, you know, it's the first time you've made the playoffs. You should fucking be all in on being prepared for that game. Instead, mm-hmm. you're going to go fuck around. Yeah, you're the head coach and your team's sucking ass right now. And what do you do? You're going out fucking partying, fucking trying to get a piece of ass. Like, come on, man. That's just, um, and, and that's a, hey, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you had the details. Cause, um, yeah, the, the stuff I heard was just like fast and loose and kind of like, there's gotta be more than that. Cause if that's it, this is like ridiculous. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty, it was some, some college girl and, and like, it's like, and he initially tried to play it off with, like, you know, this girl's, you know, trying to get me to dance or whatever, and I'm just sitting on the bar stool. But then, but then, I want to say, I forget, forget what. Um, I don't want to give credit to the wrong person, but sure. somebody, somebody else, um, like one of the media types, tweeted out another video from a different angle where you can see his hand, like, like, kind of in between her legs, cupping her butt cheek a little bit. It's like. Okay. There's a little old man gross, gross shit. Uh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like, yeah, he was a bad boy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. Well, no, then th- I'm glad that you enlightened me because, uh, yeah, now I can look at him in the proper, uh, you know, with the proper lens, so to speak. So, uh, okay. So anything else news wise that you want to hit on that you picked up? I'm just glancing, see if there was, I don't think there was, I think those, that was the bulk of it. Going once. Texans Texans cut. um, Oh, Anthony Miller. Yeah, it's it's nothing. Yeah. And he, he had a touchdown, you know, not this past week because they got shut out, but the week before. And so I was kind of surprised that they cut him, but you know, that's a more of an under the radar kind of transaction, you know? Yeah. I, all I saw was, was Texans release. And I was like, Oh, what's that? And then I realized it was Anthony Miller. I was like, Oh, who cares? Like, 
I was like, I was like, did, 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 did they cut ties with Watson? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody's waiting for. So, but it sounds like yeah. that's not going to happen this year. We'll see. Yeah, it probably won't. Uh, okay. Well, let's uh, move bet. it over to our power rankings for week five. And, uh, so yeah, this is the part of the show every week. We just go back and forth, given our, our power rankings, we do five picks at a time or five, you know, five slots at a time here. And we go all the way down. Uh, James, why don't you kick us off giving me one through five, man? So one through five, I only have a minor change to it. Okay. Um, since, since the Rams loss, I've dropped them down a, sp- a spot because I had Arizona rated so high as it was. Yeah. I, I dropped the Rams down only one spot and bumped the chargers up a spot to, to number one, the Rams, number two left Ooh. have the bucks, um, Buffalo, and then the Packers, which was the same as my previous, previous one. Okay. I, I like the aggressiveness putting the chargers up at one man. And, um, I mean, I know you're high on them. I know you're high, and you should be. When I watch them play, they got a lot going on. I, I, I think they got for sure a lot more going on on offense than on defense. But on defense, you know, you can tell that there's there's something there too. Uh, and hopefully as the season goes on, you know, typically the defenses catch up. They get tighter and tighter, and maybe that bodes well for them, especially with uh, Staley as the, uh, uh, the defensive-minded head coach. And so um, – I like that. I've got, uh, I, you know, and hey, I, I actually, I thought I was being aggressive here, and then I saw uh, NFL.com and whoever it is, Power Rankings, did a very similar move as me. And so uh, I'm not original by any means, but I just fucking put Arizona at one, man. I had them at six, and with them beating the Rams, I thought, shit, it's close enough that I'm just going to do it. And if it falls apart from here, so be it. You know, we update these every week. Uh, but I thought that was a statement win. It was on the road. And so I pushed them up to one. And then literally my next five picks all stayed in lockstep. They just went down one spot from last week. So I got the Rams at two, the Bucks at three, the Bills at four, and the Chiefs at five. In uh, the Chiefs, man, I mean, that game against Philly – I don't know, dude. I don't know what to make of the Chiefs, honestly. I know they put up some points, uh, but this team just, it's not, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm, the defense is definitely not there this year. And no, the off, totally. I mean, it, it, it's like, so what are you going to do? You're going to score 40 fucking points every week? I, 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 I'm just, I'm nervous that I got them at five and they don't belong there. So we'll see. Uh but yeah, back to you, man. Give me six or ten. All right. So at number six, I, I have the had the Browns there, and and I considered dropping dropping the Browns um, down because they only won by seven points against Minnesota. It's a tight game, but, yeah. But when I came down to it, it was on the road. They don't see see each other that often, and like I didn't, I couldn't say that it was really the Browns that was the issue. I thought I thought that that Minnesota's defense played great in that game. And so I, I left, I left the Browns at six. I, I swapped seven and eight. I previously had Dallas at seven and then, and Arizona at eight, but Arizona beat my number one team. So I had to, had to move them up and it was just figuring out, like, I couldn't, 
I couldn't really jump them that high off of a win because, I mean, ahead of them, I have some pretty solid teams. Yeah. And honestly, with Dallas, while you say it was kind of a blowout, and yeah, I could. It was. It wasn't a blowout. The Panthers were right there with them, like the entire game. They went. They oh. went into halftime. Halftime down. Actually, the Dallas was, and then just had a good had a run in the second or in the third quarter, which yeah. basically gave them the game. No, and I, I did. I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> intended to give you the impression that I thought it was a blowout. All I was saying is that their offense is like basically unstoppable, and so. The Carolina yeah. defense been looking great all year, uh, but Dallas is a different animal than what they've been playing, and that that's all. I you know I I didn't I thought it was actually a really good game from everything I read about it. I didn't get to watch it. I caught the highlights, but uh, from what I read, it sounded like that was another great game, man. Yeah, it, I I thought it, thought it was, and you know I have to give the respect to Carolina. Uh, off of that and yeah. I think you know, Dallas I think Dallas's defense is still a little shaky and I think yeah head to head head to head Arizona would beat Dallas at this point where we are and at number nine I have the Chiefs I moved them up one spot from from number 10 to number nine I'm and like you said the Chiefs kind of are are an enigma I don't know what to think of this team they allow yeah. 30 they allow Philadelphia to score 30 points against them yeah. yeah they put up 42 but but you play anybody good like look what happened in the week before in the Chargers game it's just you play anyone good with how that defense is playing can you really continue to outscore them Patrick Mahomes isn't playing Patrick Mahomes football quote unquote mm-hmm. so it's there's there's a lot of concerns there, and I'm actually concerned. I have concerns having them so high still. Yeah. But I mean, at any point that switch could flip on for Mahomes, and and this team's going to be that dominant team that we expect. And then I jumped Cincinnati three spots from 13 to 10. I'm really high on since I'm starting to become really high on Cincinnati. I like what I see out of Joe Burrow. I like I I just I like how yeah, they struggled a little bit with the Jaguars, but but I chalked that up to a short week. And mm-hmm. I mean, Burrow is playing playing good. They seem to be not allowing as many sacks against Burrow against Burrow or on Burrow. And it's it. I just I think the defense is, has a little room for improvement, but I think they did enough this week to get up to the top ten, especially with other teams that were in front of them taking taking huge losses. I got you. Yeah, and you're definitely ahead of me on Cincinnati. I I liked what I saw uh, against the Jags, but they you know they did go come out of the gate down fourteen uh, nothing or whatever. And I know they they fought their way back. That was great. I think it's I, I think I need to see another win before I start really moving them up my board like that. Um, but you know it's it's coming. I mean, and we talked about it before. You know, Burrow looked freaking awesome in Week One, despite all the talk about him not looking good in the off season. And then he looked shaky in Week Two, and then he's like bounced back again. And so it's um, you know, if he can stay on that kind of trajectory, I'll get more and more comfortable with him. But I've got them uh, still significantly lower on my board than you at this point. But that's okay. You know, you got to uh, you got to be the first mover sometimes. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'll be the cautious mover or whatever. Um, 
Uh, okay, so at six, I've also got the Browns, and I didn't want to drop them. You know I've been, like, super high on the Browns, even though I picked Minnesota to win that game. That was just me being spunky or whatever last week. But um, I, I still like the Browns a lot. They got dropped just because Arizona leapfrogged, like, everybody in that range on my board. Uh, I got the Packers at seven. They stayed where they were at. Dallas at eight. I moved them up one spot. And then I got the Chargers at nine. I moved them up a spot. Uh, at 10, this spot on my board, I really, really struggled with at 10. Uh, and I ended up moving the Seahawks up three spots. And I put them there for now. Uh, but I am really like looking at these teams in my, my range on my board. I'm not really thrilled with any of them right now. They've all shown me like the good, bad, and the ugly uh, through four weeks. And so I'm like, shit, man, like th this is like top 10 and these guys all look like pretty shaky. So, uh, that rounds out my top 10. Why don't you give us 11 through 15? All right. So at 11, I dropped the 49ers two spots. And the reason that with the 49ers, I think this team is going to start to tumble a little bit. It's just, okay. I see, I see a lot of concerns, the injuries, uh, like, Who's the running back now? Um, uh, did did they just like reach out to LeBron to run, to play running back now? Or <laughs> it's it's like what the what the fuck's going on yeah. there? I, but I I respect Shanahan as a coach and I think he can he can keep this team together. But I'm I'm a little worried about about them. I only dropped them two spots because it it was division rival they played they put, they lost by a touchdown and I but I don't know. It was at home, but yeah, it's just kind of like one of those. Well, and Garoppolo got hurt, and so I, you know, I get it. There was, you know, stuff going yeah, on. I think the 49ers are better with Trey Lance at quarterback than Garoppolo, so that I didn't really factor in Garoppolo getting hurt to to the okay. equation. Okay. This, and I don't know why I my number twelve team is. I have I have a one in three team at number twelve. Who is it, man? Hit me. It's the Colts. I moved them up two spots. Okay. And the thing with the Colts is once this team starts gelling and gets move gets moving, they're going to be, I think, well, obviously the class of the uh, AFC South because they have no competition. But I think I think they're going to be able to to get on a run and I think they're a dark horse Super Bowl contender if car if once they start getting everything gelling and so I have them at 12 I've, I'm kind of slow to move them down because of how high I've I've been on the team. other teams I kill like one loss yeah. I see sh see shit I don't like but but I expected this okay. I, I expected them to struggle out of the gate yeah and... they, they had a tough a tough first four whatever games and um and, you know, and they had a really dicey offseason with injuries and things like that. Yeah, you and I are on the same page with that. Yeah, and then at number, at number 13, I have Washington. And I moved them up two spots. And I was only going to move them up one spot, but I moved Vegas down three spots after losing the Chargers. Even though I expected them to lose to the Chargers, I just – I can't really talk much about the, about the game because I didn't get a chance to see the highlights. And – Fucking, you know how how it was delayed because of lightning. Mm. Which how, how are you delayed because of lightning in an indoor stadium? 
which apparently the answer is is when they built the stadium, the decision was made to put make holes have little holes in the roof. Okay. And since you have the holes in the roof, it causes the lightning delays. Well, uh, that system that's just, that system moved up towards me, and I lost power like right at the start of the game for five hours, and I had no cell service, and I I it's just like I haven't been able to go back and watch watch it. But but I mean they were pretty handily beat down from what I saw, but by. by uh, by the Chargers. Okay. And I, I saw I see a little concerns there, so I dropped Vegas three spots, which is why Washington went up two, not just the one. And then I moved the Ravens up two spots to number fifteen. You know, I have a lot of concerns about the Ravens. I yeah. I really do. The running game, Lamar Jackson, and he's having a back issue and this and that, and it's it's. It's excuse after excuse after excuse, but they beat a good team in the Broncos. I, I think the Broncos are a really good team. They, we talk every week how they're a quarterback away yeah. from being a Super Bowl contender with how the team's constructed, and they pretty handily beat them. So I had to give them a little bit of respect and move, them back, move the Ravens back up to my top 15. So do you know how far into that game was it that Bridgewater got knocked out? Because ah. that, that's that's like the one missing piece to my puzzle is that I bumped up Baltimore. I've actually got him at 11, uh, but then I dropped Denver only down one spot because I think they've been playing great, and I just I wasn't sure to what extent Bridgewater missed time. And then I know he's in the concussion protocol still today, but you know it's still early in the week, and so you know if he gets cleared in place this weekend, I'm still pretty high on Denver. Um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, you lose your quarterback, you're going to be in trouble. So, yeah, I'm taking a glance at it now. I I forgot to look it, look it up. Uh, punt. So it looks like it was in the second half. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so it, was, it was late. It looks like um, Drew Locke took over. At the beginning of the second half, first drive of the second. Okay. Second yeah, first drive of the second half is when Drew Locke took over. Well, that's a decent amount of time to be out. Um, Wait, no. Hold on, no. Oh no, I just saw it wrong. I accidentally scrolled up. So yeah, looks like the first drive of the second half. Okay. Well, it's good to know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I got I got Baltimore at eleven. I bumped him up one spot. Uh, I agree. You know, there's definitely some cracks in their armor. Uh, but you know, they won and I, I like Denver. So I think it was a good win. Uh, I've got the Raiders at 12. I dropped them down a spot. You know, I'm still, it's like they had such an incredible rip off to start the year that I'm kind of like, yeah, okay. They lost to a good team. I don't want to kill them yet, but I'm still like super skeptical about them being this high on my board still, uh, at 13, I've got Tennessee. I dropped them down five spots. And James, I struggled, struggled, struggled trying to figure out what to do with Tennessee because they lost to the fucking Jets. And f- like all I can say is when I look at these other teams on my board, I still believe, and I, and I get it, they, they were without A.J. Brown, they were without Julio, they had all sorts of injuries. All I'm going to say is it was just a freaking bad week for them. And so I'm not going to totally kill them and push them outside of my top 15 yet. But they're they're definitely 
They're definitely on watch, man. They're definitely on yeah. watch. And last week when we did the game picks, I once I was looking at the injury report for it, yeah. I was like, I told you, I'm, I was tempted yeah. or, you know, it gives me pause to pick them, but it's the Jets. Yep. But but I had serious concerns going into that game for them, and I killed them a little bit more than you did. Yeah. In in my rankings, but I mean, there's something seriously wrong with that team. Yeah, Tennessee's having some struggles, man, and uh, it's early in the year, too early in the year to be having these kind of struggles, mm-hmm. especially for a team that is like pretty well intact from last year. Uh, mm-hmm. But. You know, hey, we'll see how it plays out for those guys. Uh, at 14, I've got Indianapolis. I Actually, I liked that you put Indy at 12 because I moved Indy up seven spots, and I thought it was, like, pretty aggressive. But I also thought, okay, they got their win, and now the schedule starts to get lighter for them. You know, yeah, they got some hard games and this and that here and there. But in general, this, like we talked about, this was the time where it was going to start to open up for them. And so, uh, you know, I just gave them the benefit of the doubt here. I put them at 14. Uh, and then at 15, I got the Saints. I dropped them down one spot. I really, really wanted to drop them down further. Uh, but I'm, I'm just kind of saying, okay, you know, let's knock you down one. Let's see if this was a blip on the radar or if it was something more. Uh, plus, when I looked at all, like, the next handful of teams on my board, they all fucking lost too. And so I'm kind of like, eh, all right. Uh, you know, that was like sort of the saving grace for the saints on my board, at least for this week. Back to you at 16, man. Yeah. So, so at 16, I have Seattle and this is more of a correction than raising them up for beating San Francisco. I think I over from what I was seeing and what I was reading, I think I overly dropped them down previously because i i had dropped them down all the way down to 21 okay and so i think i was over aggressive there so i'm kind of correcting it on this this week the saints i dropped them down one spot the saints are are another hard team to figure out they're very inconsistent it's like one week they play their asses off the next week they don't show up yeah (laughs) and the saints should be a fringe playoff team, maybe a playoff team, maybe just like that first first cut with with what they have down there and with uh, Peyton and, and the talent they have on that roster. But something's just not gelling right. And, I mean, maybe Winston's going to get it together. Maybe they're just going to say, fuck it, and go go to Taysom Hill and, because Winston isn't doing it. I mean, shit, Winston had, what was it, 145 yards or some ridiculous some ridiculously low number of pa- passing yards in that game, especially for a Saints team. Yeah, no, it's it's not good. I was actually pretty pumped to see what Winston could do as the starter, and um, he's he's definitely underwhelmed from what I thought. I really thought this could have been like a a mini breakout year for him, and it just it's not happening, man. And I get it; he doesn't have like fucking superstar wide receivers, but I didn't think he, I didn't think he would need that. I figured he could have found a way to make it work because they do still have a great offensive line, you know, and I I don't know. It just, it is what it is, but you know, I thought he'd be better. And Hey, maybe, maybe they get Mike Thomas back in the next couple weeks and maybe that changes things. 
but we'll see. I mean, it sounds like there's the rift with Mike Thomas is still going on. So maybe he's there. Yeah. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's healthy. Maybe it's nagging shit and he just doesn't play. You know, we'll see what happens. No, so what happens. And Winston had 226 yards. It wasn't 146, but still. <laughs> I got you. Um, at 18, I have Denver. I did, I left Denver at 18 from the previous week. I like I like I said, I really like Denver. I and I just talked about who they lost to, and now it's Baltimore. Baltimore, thank you. And and they they lost to Baltimore, which I think is a is a good team. And and with the Bridgewater injury, I couldn't really kill them for for losing. I mean, I mean they held Baltimore to six points in the second half. I mean, you you can't really kill them that much. 19, I have Carolina. Look, Dallas is a great team, but I like – Dallas is a good team that has a chance to be a great team. Yeah. If they if they keep keep moving forward. They have a phenomenal offense, and they held them, what was it, 36 points? And yeah. lost by lost, – lost, basically lost by, by a score to Dallas. I'm, I'm leaving them at 19 – Nice. For for now, at um at twenty, this is my biggest drop of the week, and it's because they lost to the fucking Jets. I dropped the Titans eight spots to to number twenty. Uh, we kind of hit on it. It's yeah. There's something just not right with this team, and I can't fi- I can't tell what it is yet. But until they show me a few a few good games or like like I mean hell, they don't even have to win. Just like show me that this is the team that we saw last year. Yeah. And they can move up a little bit. Yeah, just come on. Let Derrick Henry just fucking plow people over all game. And, you know, shouldn't it work? It's been working for years. Good. <sighs> okay. Um, yeah, flipping it back my way. So I've got Denver at 16. Dropped them down a spot. Carolina at 17. Also dropped them down a spot. Then I got San Francisco at 18. I dropped them down a spot. This is one where I feel like they need to be higher up on the board. Uh, I just have not been seeing what I need out of this team to get them higher on the board. And, you know, maybe Trey Lance comes in and shows that he's already made some progress from earlier in the year when we saw him do some other stuff like against Detroit and whatever. Um, and, and, you know, then, then I, I'd be comfortable adjusting the trajectory for them but yeah the injuries and just you know this is another team where it's like they should be better than they are and something just doesn't look right so I've got them down here for now it's kind of a safe spot for them on my board where there's plenty of room for them to go up without it really being some kind of crazy thing and they're probably not likely to go too far down because they're still a solid team and they'd have to get blown out like you know freaking you know, not necessarily, I mean, Tennessee didn't get blown out, but they'd have to get beat up like that for me to really kill them on my board. Um, at 19, I got the Vikings. I dropped them down a spot. Uh, and then at 20, I got the Bengals. I bumped them up two spots. Um, and, you know, like we talked about earlier, I feel like, you know, Cincinnati gets another win, especially if it's like a, a good, solid win. I'd be comfortable moving them up even more on the board. Um, you know, but we're gonna we're just gonna take it one week at a time, go from there. Uh, and yeah, Minnesota, you know, dropping them down a spot. You know, hey, yeah, it was an ugly game, 14-7, lost to Cleveland. Uh, but you know, I did read a lot that people were expecting that game to be uh, a very good game because you had two sort of 
uh, offensive game plans that kind of mirror each other. And, um, and then it sounds like both defenses came to play. And so that's, that's good. So, um, yeah, that's my, that's my, uh, 16 through 20. Why don't you give me 21 James? All right. So at 21, I have new England noon. I dropped them down a, a spot. I tried to keep them at, at the spot I had them last week because they did beat a better, or they did lose to a better team and had a chance to win. Mac Jones is looking better, but the Stefan Gilmore thing kind of rattled me a little bit. Like it's, it's not generally something that Belichick does in season. Yeah. So something kind of rattled me with that. And, and plus I moved Seattle from 21 and it kind of, so naturally they fell down. I don't think they're, I don't think the Titans are worse than them. I don't think Carolina's worse than them. So it's like, I, they just kind of had to naturally fall. Okay. At, at 22, I have the Giants. I moved them up four, four spots. I mean, I have the Saints high as a better team, and they went out and they they, they beat a better team. Plus, <laughs> I mean, you look at look at Danny, I can't call Danny him turnover Dimes. anymore. Danny Dimes is uh stat line. He had like 400 yards yards passing. Career high. Yeah. And so if. It looks to me like this team is getting it together and might might have a chance to be a contender in the NFC East this year if they can continue this progress. But what's going to happen is Danny Dimes is going to turn back into Danny turnovers and and at, because I gave them a little respect. Yeah, yeah. At 23, I have the Bears, and they also went up four spots. And this is more of a fact factor of the team's that were ahead of them had to be dropped down. Okay. And there were four, four teams that I had at, um, ahead of, ahead of the bears that I, I mean, they just had to be, it was the lions number 24. I couldn't have the lions ahead of the bears seeing as though we just lost to it. And so I dropped the lions dropped down two spots in Miami dropped down two spots at 25. With Miami, I'm just not liking what I'm hearing out of Miami. With okay. this whole Stephen Ross is going to step in and force the trade for Watson. He's not sold on Tua. It's just there's a lot of stuff there that that concerns me with that locker room. Yeah. And to have such a drop-off from last year to this year, it I don't know. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I I don't know what's what else is wrong in that in that team. It seems like they came in with a lot of distraction with the uh, who's the cornerback? Oh, uh, oh Xavier Howard. Howard. Yeah, Xavier Howard. Thank you. And and it's just it seems like the distractions are continuing down there. Plus Tua being hurt, I don't think the team is as good without Tua. I don't think Tua. I don't. I'm not certain that Tua is the answer there anymore. From what I'm seeing, is he injury prone? Yeah. I just have a lot of questions about about Miami, so I dropped them down two spots to number twenty five. You know, and I will say this: I've, I've actually I've got Miami at twenty five on my board as well. Also dropped them down two spots. Um, you know, and and I'm not like going crazy here, but Jacoby Brissett did have a solid game. You know, two hundred something yards, two TDs, no picks. Uh, steady man. If you get a guy come off the bench, do that. That's that's good work and. 
I don't know. I just, um, yeah, I agree. I just, I, I definitely didn't see anything I liked out of Tua before he got hurt. And so, yeah. uh, yeah, they could be back to the drawing board at quarterback and yeah, maybe in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, if there are a sweepstakes or if they're just the only team, I don't know. We'll find out. But, uh, at 21, I got Pittsburgh. I dropped them down two spots. I'm still kind of hanging on to them. Uh, but they're, they're just gradually going down every week. Uh, 22, I got new England also dropped them down two spots. Uh, it was a good game, but this is just a matter of just the way teams kind of jumped and went down on the board. So, uh, 23, I got Washington. I would love to get high on Washington again, like where you're at on the board. Um, Man, I just, you know, I, I really killed him a couple weeks ago, and I'm trying to make him really prove it before I get him back up there because I do still believe they've got an extremely difficult schedule, and it's just giving me pause. Uh, at 24, I got the Bears. I moved them up one spot. Uh, really, I mean, they beat the Lions, so, you know, they're lucky they got a bump. But, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. And then, yeah, at 25, I got Miami. So, Back to you at 26, James. At 26, I have the Vikings. I dropped them down two spots. Interesting stat I read this week was, you know, the Vikings, they picked up uh, Bashad Breland. I think it was in season. Okay. Or it was like right before. You, it, was, it was like really close to yeah. season, you know, to have somebody opposite um, Patrick Peterson. And so... Freeland has been a complete disaster. <laughs> a complete. And the stats bear it out. Players he's been defending have been targeted 23 times. Okay. He's allowed 20 receptions. Oh, man. 281 yards. Four touchdowns. And is allowing a passer rating, which I believe... Perfect is 157.5 for passer rating. Okay. 157.2. So I always thought it was 158.3, but we're close. Yeah, whatever. In either, yeah. in either, in either way. In either way, like, that's way too fucking close yeah, to, to, perfect. Perfect, to a perfect passer rating. And, and it's the yeah. three, three, basically the three guy, yeah. three times that, there wasn't a reception that he was targeted. I mean, he's a complete disaster there. He he left the game against Cleveland because of an illness. Okay. Um, and he was, and this happened after basically he was burned again for a tw- on a twenty-one yard pass, uh, uh, third and long. Twenty-one yard. He allowed a twenty-one. 21 yard pass play and he was burned again. So it's like, it's like something's wrong in Minnesota. And I definitely think Minnesota is worse than the lions. Okay. And which, I mean, they at least have a win, but we're going to find out this week, right? Yeah. But I, I, I just, I don't know. Something's wrong up there. Yeah. At 27, I have Philly. Basically the bears and the giants are better better than these four teams. Philly, yeah, they put up, what was what did I say, 30 points, 20 points against Kansas City, but Kansas City yeah. is, is, is pretty shitty. I was, I thought, I thought, I actually thought going into the game that the game would have been a lot closer than it was. 
I can't believe you just said you just said Kansas City is pretty shitty. It's uh, let me rephrase. Kansas City's defense is pretty shitty. Yeah, no, it just uh, just hearing it, it's like whoa. Like it just, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, so, go ahead. So I thought I thought that it was going to be a lot closer closer game than it was, and they still were blown up by Kansas City, or, or would they lose uh, forty two to twenty or forty two to thirty? Yeah, forty-two to thirty. So it's like, it's like they weren't really. I mean, 12, 12 points. I thought it was going to be like a a field goal or something. Like I just thought it was going to be closer, and and it wasn't. Okay. At twenty-eight, I have the Jets. I give them two a two-spot bump. Yeah, nice. they beat the beat the Titans, but the other teams. I had the Jets Jets at thirty last week and the other the two teams i have below them are 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 other pretty shitty teams this is like the bottom of the fucking barrel like yeah like, we're getting down there yeah because at, at 29 i have pittsburgh i dropped pittsburgh another spot another spot it took everything every excuse i could find not to drop pittsburgh to number 32 oh man this team, look, I know he's he's a Mac guy and and like he's had a phenomenal career. Is Ben Roethlisberger going to make it to six games this year? Yeah, they they were play, playing the Packers. Roethlisberger looked like shit again. I mean, yeah, it's had, it's not it's not a good situation, man. Um, yeah, and. So yeah. Pittsburgh is is working its way to to the worst team on on my board. Yeah, and to the dumpster fire. At thirty, I have the Falcons. Um, you know, I thought Arthur Smith was going to do some something down there in Atlanta, and it's the same old Falcons team. They have a lead and they blow it. And they have a lead and they blow yeah. it. They lose to teams they shouldn't fucking lose to at all. Yeah. I mean, there's no way you, you nobody can convince me that they that they shouldn't should have lost this past week to um to Washington. Oh, I had that game called. But yeah, so, no, I hear you, man. I hear you. So if you but no, I mean I'm just talking I'm just talking about the about the flow of the game, not like the yeah, game okay. itself. But the flow of the game, if you if you look at the look at the flow of the game, Atlanta was up thirty to twenty two. At, at you know, beginning of the fourth quarter, and then with four minutes left, they allowed allowed a touchdown. Yep. And then and then they gave the ball back and then allowed another fucking touchdown. It's like to to lose the game. It's, yeah. it's like the team is, and, and that's that's the same shit this team did did last year. They gave away games. Look at the look at the cowboy yeah. Cowboys game last year. Look at look at uh, the Cowboys game is the only one that's sticking out in my head. And the team they lost to the fucking Eagles. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. I hear you. So yeah, I mean, they're they're in disarray. Exactly, and I don't know. I don't know why Smith 
Arthur Smith, yes. I don't know why Arthur Smith is not already already the one man party as he's called. Um isn't isn't doing better things down there. I mean, they have a relatively decent roster. They got yeah. rid of Quinn, who was a dumpster fire as a coach, and that's still the same old Falcons. Yeah, and, you know, they're not really committing to running the ball, not with Mike Davis anyhow. They mm-hmm. keep doing, you know, Cordero Patterson getting in the running game and trying to get, like, I don't know, like, I don't I don't like saying it, but it's like they're trying to get cute with the offense. And, you know, what he did in Tennessee worked. You can do, you know, maybe not to the T what you did with Derrick Henry, but you could do a version of that with Mike Davis. You know, ground and pound, man. And then Mike Davis is a very capable receiving running back. Like, I just, I I would have thought that they would have tried featuring him more. And, you know, if you want to get Cordero Patterson involved, that's fine. It's just, you know, you're getting kind of funky with the game plan. So, I don't know. It just, and, and maybe maybe Mike Davis isn't really doing what he was expecting and, and not fitting in or whatever. And so, maybe he feels forced to be put more on Cordero Patterson and and he's in Patterson's played great. He, he has, I don't want to take anything away from him. I'm just saying he's a gadget guy that they're turning into like a full-time gadget role. So it's, you know, that's, that's a tough kind of situation in my opinion. So. Yeah. And I mean, well, Patterson's been playing, been has, has almost a yard and a half uh, yards per carry um, has, more has you know the one touchdown has that can't be a right stat. Wow, sorry, I guess that is. Anyways, I mean, I mean, it's but they're still they're still a passing team. They're like yeah, fifty, sixty six, no, no, seventy five percent of their yards. Are, are passing. It's, they have 990 passing yards, 347 rushing yards through four games. Yeah. And, I mean, Davis hasn't done shit, hasn't scored a rushing touchdown. I mean, yeah, Davis is, is has 80 yards receiving, but Patterson has 240. Maybe Patterson's just showing, showing that he can do it at, as the running back, and Mike Davis is just going to be a cast-off. That, that's really what it's starting to look like. And, um, you know, I mean, it just bums me out. I'm looking at it, you know, week one through four, Mike Davis, 15 carries, nine carries, 12 carries, 13 carries. And so it's, you know, and, and then it's like you look at the, the average, 3.3, 4.2, 4.2, 1.1. And so it's, it's just like, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe that's sufficient usage, and it just isn't getting it done. And so I don't know, but yeah. But if you look at the total carries, Mike Davis has forty nine of the ninety four rushing attempts for Atlanta. So he's getting the carries. He's just not being used in the passing game. Where like Patterson has eighteen receptions. Well, that's about the same. Yeah, Davis, I know he had one game with seven receptions. And so that, that may be a little bit of an outlier game, but it gave him a good boost to stat-wise kind of keep him in the conversation. Um, I don't know. They got to figure it out, man. You know, And I, I think some of it is their defense is still really, really freaking bad. Uh, their offense 
is sputtering because they got a new coach and a new system. But I think the offense will come around. I just don't think the defense will, at least not this year. Yeah, I I can see what you're, I can see that. All right, so back on my side here, I got Philly at 26. I kept them where they were at from last week. Uh, you know, I just didn't think it was fair to smoke them for losing to the Chiefs. 27, I got the Giants. I bumped them up three spots. Uh, I agree with you. They're they're showing a lot of fight. Daniel Jones is having an actually decent year. Uh, and I was saying that last week, that he's he's actually doing a lot better than people are giving him credit for this season. And a lot of that's just bad muscle memory from the past couple of years. But, uh, you know, hopefully he keeps it going and, and he does something because he was a pretty high draft pick and, you know, people want him to succeed. Uh, 28, I got Atlanta, kept them where they were at last week. Same with 29 with the Lions. Uh, and then 30, I got the Jets. I bumped them up one spot. Uh, don't want to go crazy. Tennessee was hobbled with injuries. Um, you know, if if the Jets win more, I'd love to move them up more. I did, like we talked about last week, I did see some flashes in week one, but then two, three, there was nothing. And now all of a sudden in four, we get a little bang again. And so, um, you know, that's how these young rebuild teams can be, is that sometimes they just disappear and then sometimes they show you some pop. And so, uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, back to you. This is the real bottom of the barrel, the dumpster fire time, 31-32. All right. 31-32 stay the same for me. Houston beat the Jags. Houston's 31. The Jags are 32. Both these teams fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Devoid of talent. I might have got picked the wrong AFC South team to go 0-17, especially with what I'm seeing about with with the Jags and all these distractions. I mean, dude, you haven't won a fucking game. Why are you going to a bar and fondling some college girl? Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. No, I, I'm – listen, I'm with you at the bottom of the barrel. I've got Houston 31, Jacksonville 32. I moved Houston down four spots. And, you know, I had them higher because I was really encouraged by what we saw from Tyrod Taylor early on. Uh, but without him – they are just, they're in a death spiral. I, I mean, especially this past week against Buffalo getting shut out like that. Um, you know, they got to be for sure in the penalty box until something changes. And so, uh, and then Jacksonville, I mean, you know, really Jacksonville played pretty good last week. And so maybe I, I moved them ahead of Houston after this week, but um, you know, like you said, Houston did get the win over them. And so it just feels right to keep it in that order until further notice. Okay. Those are the week five power rankings. Let's kick it over to our week five game picks. And before we jump into, uh, the matchups, here's where we stand season to date. Uh, James, you got 40 wins, which is good for 63%. I've got 39 wins, which is good for 61%. So both of us had a pretty shitty week. Our percentages took a hit, uh, but I closed the gap a little bit. I'm now within one game of you, uh, which is nice for me. Um, but we both got to get our shit together because 61, 63, kind of underwhelming. We're, we're kind of kind of flirting with where we were last year, but you know, it'd be good to give it a boost. And so, um, 
you know, as I'm looking at the matchups, I'm still using my power rankings for a lot of this. And then some of it, I try to factor in home field. I try to factor in team desperation or momentum or things like that. I still haven't fully put together uh, a model like I did last year, just being honest with it. Uh, this was my week where I was going to try and dig in and do that. And obviously we're, we're accelerating our night to do this. And so uh, at some point, I'm sure I'll get the model together, but I'm just going to keep rolling with what I've been doing. And um, first game of the week, we got the Rams at the Seahawks. Uh, I believe both of us last week tentatively picked the Rams. Uh, I'm still with the Rams, man. What are you thinking here? Well, there's going to be a theme to my week this week. Okay. But I'm with the Rams. Russell Wilson is 4-0 at home on Thursday night in his career, but I'm going with the Rams. Oh, okay. Good to know. That's an interesting stat. Um, I like that. Uh, okay, so next up we got the New York Jets at Atlanta Falcons. All right, so this game is in London. Rookie quarterbacks are 0-4 in London. Okay. With a minus 78-point differential. Holy Give me shit. the Jets. Give you the Jets? Yes. But didn't you just make the case to not get the Jets? I did. And then on the previous one, I made the case why not to pick the Rams. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay, I got you. Okay, so, um, well, I, I like everything you said, but to go with Atlanta. So I'm taking the Falcons. Um, no, I, I just, I see, you know, these are two teams that are now dangerously close to each other at the bottom of my board. Um, you know, it's in London. I, I'm glad you pointed that out. I have it at Atlanta, but I guess that's, they're just getting credit for the home game, even though it's in London. So that takes away some home field advantage. Uh, I still just barely give Atlanta the edge in this one. Uh, next up, we got Detroit at Minnesota. Who do you like there, James? There's another example of it. Minnesota has won seven straight games against Detroit. Okay. I'm picking the Lions. <laughs> yeah, so you're just going against the grain all all around here. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, so in this game, I'm going Minnesota. It's in Minnesota. I, I do, I, I will say this, I do believe Detroit is getting desperate for that first win, uh, but I don't think they're going to get it on the road. Minnesota, they got like a banging home crowd. That stadium goes, man. Uh, I'm giving them the edge. Uh, next up, we got the New Orleans Saints at the Washington football team. Now, I don't have any cool stats or any cool streaks for this game, besides the fact that Washington is loud. 30.5 points per game this season, which is third most in the NFL. Damn. Um, but I may be crazy, but I think Washington's going to win this game. It could happen. It, it definitely could happen. Um, and I like that it's in Washington to support that. I'm going with the Saints because I still just looking at the roster, both sides of the ball, I think the Saints – have more talent all around, I, I, and I think it's significant more talent all around. Um, they've just been so freaking streaky, and I think because they just lost to the Giants, they're going to be itching 
to get one back this week. Uh, but I would not be surprised if Washington pulled it off. Either way, I'm sticking with the Saints for now. I'll let you know if my pick flips, but I'm probably going to probably gonna run with it. Uh, next up, we got the Patriots at the Texans. I mean, I mean, do I have to ask? I mean, it's at Houston, so, you know. All right, so rookie quarterbacks are 1-10 in 10 versus New England since 2014. The last rookie quarterback to beat the New England Patriots was Geno Smith. Jeez. Geno Smith? Yes. Fuck. Okay. But you know what that means? I'm picking Houston. Davis Mills. Exactly. You like him over Mac Jones. I just, I honestly, on this one, I think there's going to be a little bit of a hangover from the, from the Brady game. And I just going to Houston I like kind of, I can see them kind of overlooking the Patriots overlooking, even though it's Belichick, I can, I can see the Patriots kind of overlooking Houston a little bit. Cause I believe they have like a conference game or a division game the following week. Okay. Oh no, they have the Cowboys the following week. So this is kind of that sandwich game where they're not going to get up, up for the game. Okay. See, I, I so, think I think they're getting desperate because they're sitting at one and three, and so I think that they're going in thinking we need to get this fucking win now. Especially with Dallas the following week, I think they're thinking it's it's getting desperation mode. It's on the road, but we got to bring our A game. We got to make it happen. Um, and and you know you can make the case for Houston. Houston did play Carolina the other week very well, and. Um, and so it could be a game, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I'm like strongly convicted to New England, but I'm gonna give them the edge for now. Uh, next up, we got Miami at Tampa Bay. So Tom Brady has lost the most games against the Miami Dolphins in twelve. In his well, career. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, they, he's played them a lot, but I gotcha. Yeah. But I'm still going with the Buccaneers on this one. Okay. And so this one, I'm going with the Bucks also. I will say this: the one thing that that um, concerns me, just not all that much, given the circumstances, the Bucks have the worst passing defense through mm-hmm. four weeks. They're allowing 1,300 passing yards in total. Um, you know, and if I'm looking at it right, 11 passing TDs, five interceptions. Uh, it just is like not good, not good. I know their rushing defense is a lot better, but is that just because every team has been able to pass with ease on them? Uh, I think the thing is, it is Jacoby Brissett and the Miami Dolphins. And so, you know, I don't know that it's high-powered enough to keep up with Tom Brady in that offense. And so even if they can do a little bit, I, I just still think Tampa Bay outscores them at home. And so I'm going Tampa Bay. Uh, next up, we got the Green Bay Packers at the Cincinnati Bengals. All right. So this one I kind of went back and forth on. The set that kind of stuck out to me on this one is Cincinnati's won three of their last four games against Green Bay. Oh, wow. That's a good stat to know. Um, but when it, when it boiled down to is I, you know, I think since it, 
since he's on the rise, I think they're a good team. And I just think the Packers are that much better. So I'm going to go with the Packers. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I do believe the Packers are that much better. I will say this. Cincinnati is flirting with a top 10 passing defense and a top 10 rushing defense, which blows my mind right now. It really does. Um, I, I just I have to go and dig into it deeper to find out how much I really believe that they're there, or is it just that small of a sample size that it's just kind of a little bit of chance that they're they're sitting like that. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, it's the Packers, man. They've been such a good team these last couple of years since LaFleur's been there. I'm going with them for, for this, even though it's on the road. I'm going Green Bay. Uh, next up, we got Denver at Pittsburgh. So this one kind of goes against my little trend that's been setting up. Okay. Roethlisberger's three and four in regular season games against Denver with a minimum of one interception in the game. But I just think Roethlisberger is just that that fucking terrible <laughs> this year that I can't pick him to win this game, so I'm going to go with the Broncos. Okay. And, you know, monitor it with Teddy Bridgewater. Because I don't know how you feel yeah. about that game if Locke gets the start, but that's, um, that's, that's a good point. I, I completely forget forgot about that, uh, but yeah, I'm that's one I might change. Yeah, and just keep an eye on it. I'm not I'm not trying to sway you one way or another. I'm just making sure you got all the info. Uh, and and just uh, <laughs> we're doing it on Wednesday, man. You know I don't want to I don't want you to feel like I got one over on you by making you do this early. So. Um, I'm going with Pittsburgh here. It's in Pittsburgh. I think they're getting into desperation mode. Um, you know, if if Bridgewater is cleared, I could see myself last minute flipping to Denver. Uh, but I'm going to stick with Pittsburgh. Something just keeps telling me Tomlin is going to pull these guys together. This is such an anomaly. I think if they lose this week, I will completely let go of the vine with Pittsburgh and, uh, and, and, you know, basically just look at them in a totally different light, you know, and I'm just having such a hard time giving up the legacy, all the years of being good, you know, yeah, they've had like little rough patches, but Tomlin's always freaking pulled them out of them. And so it just kind of, I'm having a hard time saying this is the end, the end of the era, anyhow, you know, mainly with Roethlisberger, but uh, so I'm going to give them this game, and if they lose, I'm freaking totally reevaluating Pittsburgh, man. Next up, we got Philly at Carolina. All right, so this one here, I'm really high on the Panthers. Something I found interesting statistically about this game was both Jalen Hurts and Sam Darnold statistically are top 10 quarterbacks this year. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And who would have thought that? But I'm 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 gonna go with the Panthers. I just think I like I I just got done bashing Philly. I can't pick them to win a game. Um, yeah. So Philly is scoring a lot more points than I was expecting this year. 
and I'm not going to say it's like some insane amount, but I'll just I'll just go through from start to finish here. Week one against Atlanta, they put up 32. Week two was kind of a slump. They only got 11 on the 49ers. Good defense. Week three, they got 21 on the Eagles. And then this past week, they got 30 on the Chiefs. And, um, you know, because Hertz is a mobile quarterback, I think he can find a way to have success even against a strong Carolina defense. Uh, but I do believe Darnold is a different Darnold, and they're going to score some points. I think Carolina's defense clamps down when they need to. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Carolina wins it. Uh, okay, next up we got Tennessee at Jacksonville. Ah, oh, I hate this game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't even know what the injury report is on AJ Brown and Julio Jones. Ah, you know I haven't even. I assume they'd both be back, but I haven't I haven't heard anything or or read anything, and so I really don't even know. So my thing with this game is with Jacksonville has way too many distractions this week and I can't pick them to win to win a game. I mean yeah. if you look at look at this is another one that kind of goes against against my trend, but Henry has played eleven games against Jacksonville and says scored I'm sorry, has played ten games against Jacksonville and had eleven rushing touchdowns against them. Yeah. He owns them. Yeah, he owns them and he will continue to own them. And yeah. I'm gonna go with the Titans because of that. I like that stat. And, you know, I, I, I mean, this one, even with Tennessee losing to the Jets, I'm chalking it up to the injuries and sort of just a fluke game. I mean, I've got Jacksonville at the bottom on my board. I can't I can't pick Jacksonville to win this game, even though it's at home. So I'm going Tennessee here. Uh, next up, we got Cleveland at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are my number one team. I'm, I'm yeah. going to roll with them. Yeah, I you know as I was saying that I kind of thought you got them up there at the top, so that makes sense. Uh, I'm also going with the Chargers, even though I've got the Browns higher on my board. Uh, they're close enough that with this game being in Los Angeles, I'm giving the edge to the Chargers, even though if it was like a pure straight up matchup, you know, no no home field, whatever. I'd probably go Cleveland, uh, but given the circumstances, I'm going with the Chargers in this one. Next up, we got the Chicago Bears at the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't like I don't like picking this game. I just don't think Fields is ready and he's there. Yeah, this would be. I mean, it's on the road, so there's not as much pressure on him, but. I, I just I can't see the Bears beating the Raiders. No, I can't either, especially with the way the Raiders just kind of tore it open out of the gate the first couple weeks. Uh, and it's at home. I, all I would say is that something about this game <clears throat> feels a little bit like a trap game to me. Like the Raiders did so good off the start, but they're faking it. They're not really making it. And now all of a sudden they're going to get smacked in the face by the Bears. Uh, but I, you know, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I do believe they're the better team. 
And I mean, shit, you know, the last I checked, wasn't Derek Carr leading the league in passing or did that come down yeah. after last week? It's, it's, if he's not leading the league, he's like right up there. I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. Back really quick. I, I'll, I'll, we, yeah. We don't need to, we don't yeah, need to dig is. into it, but, um, I, okay. By 43 yards over Brady. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. And, and the guys at the top are, they're really throwing the ball. So, uh, I'm giving it to the Raiders. Um, yeah. Hoping there's not a trap there. Um, okay. Next up, we got San Francisco at Arizona. Nice divisional matchup game and fucking Arizona's on fire right now. Arizona is on fire. Um, Arizona has their longest winning streak going since 2015. Okay. In this game. Arizona is in my top 10. I'm going with the 49ers. Damn, dude. Really? I, I can't because, you know, I, I, from what I've been reading and what I, what I'm thinking is going on, I think Trey Lance gets the start and with it being in Arizona, them rolling, I, I see Trey Lance having just some rookie hiccups, you know, even if he plays a good game, I just don't see him playing as good of a game as Kyler Murray. And there's just so much else going on with San Francisco, like the running backs all banged up and, um, Man, I I just I got to go with Arizona, man. I I think they're on fire. I think they're rolling. So I'm going with them. It is a divisional game, though. Very unpredictable. Uh, next up, we got the Giants at the Cowboys. Another divisional game. Nice classic kind of matchup. Yeah, this one. I wanted to keep my my theme going on it. There's Dallas has won seven of the last eight games versus the Giants, blah, blah, blah. But Dallas is just so much better than than the Giants that I can't see them losing this game. Yeah, I mean, I'm going Dallas. And if, if Dallas loses, it is really going to frick my head up, man, because I'm going to be like, what's going on with Dallas? What's going on with the Giants? Like it, it, it'll if if Dallas loses this game, it'll like wreck my freaking power rankings. So I'm uh, I'm going Dallas. I think that Dak is, you know, he's the the train is freaking rolling, man. He has so many weapons. I mean, he just moves the ball with ease, and it, it just and the Giants' defense is not that strong this year. I mean, we talked about it last week. Blake Martinez out for the season. You know, they're having they're having issues. And so, yeah, I see Dallas just, you know, because it's a divisional game, it could be closer than I think. Uh, but I think Dallas has this one in the bag, no problem. Uh, okay, next up we got the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs. Josh Allen's going to have a field day in this game. A field day. 700 yards passing maybe against that defense. Maybe not that much, but he's he's going to throw for yeah. a shit ton. Yeah. And the Bills are definitely going to win this game. All right. So this is where my power rankings are going to put me in a fucking pinch. So I got Buffalo at four and I got Kansas City at five. 
with this being a home game for Kansas City, that's enough to give them the edge with the way that I've been kind of doing this. And so I'm going Kansas City, uh, and I, I got a bad feeling about it, uh, but I'm, I'm just sticking with it. So we'll see what happens. Um, next up, we got the Colts at the Ravens. Here's another interesting fact for you. Lamar Jackson is 7-0 and in October. Okay. He's the only QB since 1970 with five-plus starts and zero losses in October. Oh, no kidding. And so you're going against the green. You think he loses one here? Going with the Colts. Dude, dude, you are like, you're finding things and you're just throwing them out. It's ballsy. It's ballsy. No, I, I think this I think this game could go either way. Uh, I'm giving it to Baltimore, and really, I'm just giving it to Baltimore because they're at home. And, um, you know, I just, like, skyrocketed Indy up my power rankings. Um, but I still have them a few spots below Baltimore, and it's a home game for Baltimore. Uh, for those reasons, sort of just on its own, I, I got to stick with Baltimore here. Uh, and that gets us through this week. But since we're not going to do this again until next Friday, likely, let's look at the next Thursday game. It's Tampa Bay at Philadelphia. So I'm not even going to watch next Thursday's game. This game is going to be such a such a freaking bloodbath. It's not even funny. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to go with the Bucks in it. Okay. I'm going Tampa Bay, too. Um, it should be. It should be a solid. I mean, it's in Philly. Man, I don't know. I, I'm still I'm still going Tampa Bay. Uh, I just don't I, I see them. Tampa Bay is in my top tier. Philly is still near the bottom tier. I just I can't I don't care that it's a home game for Philly. I think that Tampa Bay still comes out on top. So uh, and hey, we got, you know, a week to make adjustments if frickin, uh, you know, Godwin gets his knee ripped off this weekend or something happens. You know, we can make some changes. It's not set in stone. Interestingly, by my notes that I took, yeah, we have eight games different this week. Yeah, we got a lot of difference this week. This this is this is probably the most action we've had. In in I mean, even going back to last year, we might have had one week with this much action. So, and watch, we split it four and four on the difference. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, that's wasn't that how it was uh, a couple weeks ago? We had like something like five or six different, and we, no, we had seven, and okay, it was it was like a four I, and I three four, or something. Four and three, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was like it was like the last game gave you the third one, uh, whatever it was. It was okay. uh, it was week three. Yeah, those are those are the those are the weeks where it's like holy shit. Things could spin out of control fast if they're, you know, if it swings one way. So, like, if you, if you took like six of these games, it's like, wow, now I'm like so far behind in the, in the rankings for our picks that it's, uh, it's like desperation mode, and and we're so early on. Yeah, it was the, it was the Sunday night game because the 49ers drove the field, and and scored to take the. 28-27 lead. Oh yeah, and then Green 37 Bay. seconds left, and then Green Bay drove the field, kicked the field goal to to win the game. Yeah, yeah that that was the game that 
gave you your third one. Uh, it sounds like you're bitching a little bit, James. No, no, not bitching. Just point just, it out. I just, I just remember it because the wife and I got into a little disagreement <laughs> during that game. Okay. She so, was on so the green I remember, base. Side? I remember. The, no, I remember the last thirty-seven seconds because. She, because she 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 wanted me to feed one of the babies, and I was like, oh. it took seven seconds." And yeah, hey, yeah, that was you're, smart. Listen, man, you're you're a family guy now. You need to football second, dude. Family's first. I just said that wasn't a smart move. I've, I I've, I've readjusted. I just, I'm just I'm just reinforcing it with you. You know, from one dad to another dad. I'm a few years ahead of you. Hopefully, I can share some wisdom. I can teach you some of the mistakes that I made. Hopefully, you don't have to make them. Uh, but, you know, it just, this is life. We all make mistakes. And so, it's okay. It's okay. But, yeah, no, I mean, hey, man, you know, it's, it's all good. Family first. I'm just messing with you. Uh, but, um, all right, so those are the picks. Let's go to question of the week. And, um, you know, my question of the week is not necessarily a football question. It's our, our pick related question is, did we ever settle on a bet or did we leave it open-ended that we were thinking about it? I think we left it open-ended. I was thinking about that today. I think we left it open-ended. Yeah. So we gotta, we gotta settle the bet here. And so that's, I guess, going to be question of the week is what do you propose uh, and if I remember correctly, we did a hundred bucks towards a nice bottle of whiskey last year, right? Yeah. And, and we, we kept it, we did that for the regular season and then we did it again for the playoff portion. I mean, I say we just roll with it. I know I've not really been drinking much lately, but you know how I feel about having a nice bottle of whiskey. So that's what I was going to suggest as well once I, what I was thinking about it was like I can't come up with anything else so yeah I mean it's a fitting one for both of us because we appreciate that kind of a gift and so I'd say let's stick with that and uh, you know unless by next week one of us comes up with something different I say we just lock it in all right sounds good okay cool cool uh, okay so James that was everything I had man you have any closing thoughts for the week no it's everything i had okay um oh yeah and by the way hey cleveland whiskey i wore this shirt today you know i'm a shareholder so i like to uh you know give them love but um <laughs> uh okay so uh wrapping it up here for anybody who's watching we hope you like the show uh, we're doing this every week. Regular season's very consistent. Power rankings, game picks. We always do name that stadium. We hit the news. We wrap it up question of the week. Uh, tell us what you thought. Play name that stadium. You can even answer our question of the week if you think James and I should have some freaking humiliating type of whatever you call it bet where if he loses, he's got to shave his beard off or something. I would never make you do that, James, by the way. I'm just saying that. Uh to the viewers, let us know. Uh, otherwise, if you like the show, give us the thumbs up, shoot us a like if it's on Facebook or whatever, however it works, whatever social media. And uh, if you really like us, subscribe to the YouTube channel, 
you know, follow us, whatever you got to do. We appreciate the support. Uh, James, like always, man, I had a great time and I hope you have a good night. All right. You too. All right. See you. Fred Iron Grinder. Hut, hut, hike.